It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What has this offseason taught us about the direction of the quarterback market? What should we keep an eye on over the next 12 months? We're breaking that down today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league. The Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Joe, happy National Kyle got the best news ever today. Do I know what today it is? You. No, do I know you the don't. News? You're going to tell no, me this don't. right now? Your best yeah. news ever? Yeah. Uh, do you know who Raymond Lenoff is? Yeah. Got a little DM from old Ray over the weekend. Yeah, me too. So you have this same news then. I do have the news. When we, we just never talked about it together, huh? Correct. When wow. we next, when we next do a live stream, which will be tomorrow night mm-hmm. for playoffpredictors.com, aka our favorite website on the face of the planet, aka us doing our schedule predictions for all 32 teams. We will have the ad-free experience for the webpage and Ray is considering adding some tools to the website, courtesy of the questions that we ask when we do the live stream, which is super cool. Yeah. So we're, I say that to say, join us tomorrow night at a time to be determined, uh, but hit subscribe on the YouTube and click the bell and get the notifications when we go live. So you'll get the pit push notification, no matter when we choose to ultimately go live. All right. Hashtag can't wait. Hashtag can't wait. Well, you like that. hashtag you'd like that. Yeah. So you watch quarter. Did you watch Netflix quarterbacks? I don't have Netflix right oh, now because really? they did their whole crackdown on oh, account sharing thing. Yeah. So I have to sort that out. Man, it's good, man. It's good. I know. But I also, we, you have unbelievable football content that came out in July. Right. You had the the play callers with Jordan Rodriguez with the athletic as a podcast. You get quarterback on Netflix. What do you think it's like to like make a documentary on something like that, though? That's probably pretty cool to like. Yeah, I'm sure that have, have the mics and the cameras and behind the scenes and like do something like that and then have a product like I can't imagine like making something like that. And then like I would just want to share it with the world like immediately. Right, when you're done. You know, it sure takes time. Uh, the storyboard for that is probably pretty interesting, and I wonder mm-hmm. what the relationship is between what you have planned and then what the interviews tell you, you about how yeah. and how you have to adjust from there. That's uh, that would be fun. 
but amazing content. You should check. Everyone should check all of that out. You'll be a better football fan. Um, all right, let's talk quarterbacks here on today's episode. Quarterback. Quarterbacks, quarterback, yes. a little bit Dave of uh, Dave, Dave Gettleman. Yeah, yep. Um, so what we're going to do here uh, is spend some time with each position group over the next couple of weeks um, and talk about the dynamics of each position's market. And this is locked on NFL scouting. A big part of what we're doing is we're scar- scouting the NFL. And so what we want to do through this little mini series is create an awareness to the direction of the market create an awareness to which contracts are coming up that are going to dictate the market. And then we're going to have some fun here later on. We both have two predictions about what bold. we can expect. Yeah, I would say Mild, mine are pretty mildly bold. bold. I have spicy. one mildly bold and one that I think is pretty spicy uh, to anticipate over the next 12 months. So that's spicy. It's coming your way here in segment three. But Kyle, we had a huge offseason of quarterback contracts. We did. Huge. We did. I mean, both Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson get over $50 million a season. Um, you saw Daniel Jones get $40 million a season. Derek Carr got 37 and a half. Geno Smith, 25. Um, you even saw some interesting deals for like Jordan Love got uh, 13 and a half added. Yeah, two, two for 27. Yeah. Trubisky yeah. Get, got two for 11. You know, some interesting things with the backup market. But what one of my big prevailing thoughts when I consider what this – offseason has shown us about the direction of the quarterback market is that we do have a middle class right it's not just like you get paid a bazillion dollars or nothing we definitely got a big range from Lamar Jackson at 52 to Geno Smith at 25 in terms of that starter lens and even Jimmy G at 24 and a quarter yes right like that that, that's and I think the, the observation that I have with the way that the quarterback market has gone um is that it It had to be this way, right? Like it was unsustainable for every quarterback that was signed to be a starting quarterback to get 40 plus million dollars. Like, yes, the salary cap is growing, but the rate in which the top of the quarterback market is growing and the percentage of the cap that that consumes versus just how scarce it is to have a quarterback that you want to commit that much of your salary cap to, like it, it had felt like it was disproportionate and I think it's a win for Daniel Jones to get 40. I think it was reported a few weeks ago that his initial asking price from the Giants was over 45. Yeah. And so I still think Daniel getting 40 is a win. Um, Derek Carr getting 37 and a half. It was well played by him to facilitate. Well, there was a, a bunch of trade conversations there. He met with some teams. Nothing materialized. He got cut. He got to renegotiate his a brand new contract and still got 37 and a half. Like that's a win. Uh, but I, I think what is interesting is you look at the players who got the 24, 25, and Geno Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo, and those two guys are guys that have proven that they can be starting quarterbacks, but there's some kind of question. Yeah. Right. I don't think there's any question about the top guys with Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Well, there, there's a question of as far as availability for Lamar, but. Um, I think that's going to be something that it's going to make it tricky to forecast where some quarterback contracts are going to end up falling moving forward uh, because you did see some restraint, which we also saw restraint in the 2021, 2022 quarterback class in, in the draft, which we thought was unique. So I think that that's the big prevailing thought for me is, is we're starting to see some restraint because there was an unsustainability of which 
that was going to continue to grow if you didn't. Let me ask you a question that I didn't warn you I was going to ask you, but you're a sharp guy. I believe you can handle this. And I think this will help us get into the next part of our conversation today. Okay. But we just saw, I mean, we just went through what this offseason looked like. How much do you think this offseason was impacted by and next offseason will be impacted by the early returns on three extensions from the offseason prior, which was Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kyle, neither one, n- none of those deals look good right now. A lot, lot, lot can change, obviously, but the early returns are not good. How do you think that impacts things? So there's two different ways you can construct contracts, right? And, and I think what you have already seen with Cleveland is what they max restructured Watson already, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we're we're gonna ride this out for four or five years, and that's a fully guaranteed contract. So they have to. The other alternative is to build contracts in the way that I mean Philly got really creative with the Hertz deal, right? With the stipulated money in there and the, the roster bonuses that are prorated roster bonuses that start scaling in 2026. Like he gets he gets a signing bonus and they prorate out the signing bonus and then there's a roster bonus that kicks in in 26 and that rolls over three years and then there's another roster bonus in 27 and that rolls for three years and it's it, it all compounds so so you saw the cap hits for Hertz are six Jalen Hertz first year of this deal is six million dollar cap hit thirteen and a half in year two twenty one point seven in year three then you go thirty one forty one forty seven 97 Mm. (laughs) right Mm -hmm. like and they'll that 97 is a void for 2029 so somebody's either gonna you know philly's either gonna kick the boot on that or they'll do something else with that contract and take that those roster bonuses and and reallocate them in some way shape or form so i i think i don't think you'll see too many teams willing to go the deshaun watson fully guaranteed or super high percentage route but I think the Jalen Hurts contract can be the middle ground mm-hmm. to allowing you to navigate, but then also have flexibility to move out and their roster bonuses, right? So they're 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 guaranteed money, but not fully guaranteed money unless you're traded from Philadelphia, which we're not expecting is going to happen based on how well he played and how young he is and how much promise he has. So I think I look to the Hurts contract as the one that I think gives you the tools to give the player the money that they've earned to give them a high percentage of the cap, but not cut your nose off to spite your face. And the threading the needle between the quarterback getting what they've earned and the team maintaining as much flexibility as possible, I think is what teams are going to try to get done that maybe didn't happen as much with some of the previous deals handed out. Well, folks, in just a second here, we're going to talk about some of the notable expiring contracts in 2023 and big quarterback decisions that are coming. But first, I need to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It is so easy to create a free job post over at LinkedIn Jobs. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. 
Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, so our objective here now is to talk about what comes next. Yes. And obviously this conversation starts with the 2020 quarterback class, which still has some loose threads that need to be tied. You're looking at potential uh, contract extensions for Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, depending on how Tua Tagovailoa plays this year. He can also be in that conversation. Jordan Love, ironically, the first quarterback from the first round of <laughs> to get a contract extension. Not that I think anybody had that on their bingo card, but a very different contract extension yeah. at two years for $27 million versus um, we might see one of the Burrow-Herbert combo double that number on a per-season basis. Like that. That's how this quarterback market is going right now. Yeah. So, uh, And then there's a, a 2021 quarterback class, Joe, that also had five first-round quarterbacks, right? Not all of them, I think, have positioned themselves ideally. There's critical seasons this year for at least two of them. And then you have some veteran quarterbacks that are scheduled to hit the market as well next year. So there, there's a lot. I think this 2024 has the potential to be another monumental quarterback shakeup landscape. Well, with Burrow, Herbert, and Tua, I – tend to believe that Burrow and Herbert's th- those deals are going to get done before week one. The wait and see is going to be Tua. The wait don't ruin, and see. Don't, don't ruin my prediction. Well, look, I'm sure I'm ruining my own prediction. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. But I think the wait and see guy here is Tua. Kyle, let me ask you this. Yes. Do, you, do you see a world where Miami gets something done with Tua before the season? No, no, I wouldn't expect that either. No, and I, I think the big value at this point for Miami it, it waiting beyond having the clarity of how available he's going to be this year is that fifth-year option. Like Miami's yeah. at a big cap crunch for 2024, right? Right now they're scheduled to be like $35 million over the cap, and they have a fifth-year option of 23.4, whatever it is, fully guaranteed, that if you use that as the base of a signing bonus yeah. and then prorate that out, Yes, you'll dro- you'll drop that salary cap yeah. hit significantly. Yeah, uh, that it, it, I could see that going as low as getting cut in half, 12, yep. 13 million. So you, you could potentially save 10, 12, 13, 15 million dollars against the cap by extending to a but using year one of the deal as the fifth year option year where yeah. that is fully guaranteed salary that's not touched. So all of my forecasting for Miami for their salary cap for 2024, I haven't done that, but it's nice to know you have that in your back pocket where you could cut your your deficit in half just by extending your quarterback. Yep. Yep. 
So I don't think there's any incentive for them to get it done ahead of time because there's the questions with the, the durability and that component as well. Yeah, you've seen a lot of a lot of teams do that and, and do it with other positions as well. All these defensive tackles that just got signed, right? Yeah. They're not doing that. And maybe Miami has that in plan for Christian Wilkins to reduce his cap hit and maybe get some manipulation done there. But I think that's that piece of the conversation. But then you mentioned the fifth-year options. I mean, Zach Wilson, Trey Lawrence, not looking good, right? Ooh. Not, Ooh. I, mean, it's pro- I, don't, I don't see a world where either of those options get picked up. But then you do have Trevor Lawrence, Justin yes. Fields, and Mac Jones where things get more interesting. And, I mean, obviously, I'm interested to see where the numbers come in in terms of what that cost. Kyle is called the timeout. It's called the timeout. Do you think? Because we, we have not heard warm and fuzzies out of Foxborough, right? No. Do you think that becomes an either or? Between Bill and Mac. <laughs> I could, I, we don't have to definitively say yes or no. I'm not, I'm I, not overly eager to stick with either one, dude. Well, correct. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, you have a first round pick at the quarterback position who did not have service done to him with what position he was put in last year. Um, we saw, who was it? Um, ben Volen from the Boston. Boston Globe or Boston Herald? Boston Herald? Yeah, Boston something, yeah. Uh, The Boston newspaper who came out last week and reported that friends of Bill Belichick feel as though he's on the hot seat this year. Robert Kraft's messaging has been very pointed about returning to the postseason and winning playoff game for the first time in five years and this, that, the other thing. And Mac potentially having a better relationship with Robert Kraft right now than, than Bill does. Like these are all things that have been speculated on and discussed. And I just think that one's very interesting for that layer of you have a legendary coach who's the second oldest coach in the NFL, appears to have some level of pressure to win. And you also have a fifth year option looming for that quarterback that at this stage is going to be from a playtime perspective, 25 plus million dollars. That's that I think is the most compelling of the fifth year option decisions for the three that you mentioned, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields. Yeah, because I feel like Trevor Lawrence shoe in. Yes, it's a yes. And yeah. then Justin Fields, like probably. Pro I it would it have to he would have to be the same caliber of passer this year as he was last year, right? Which feels really difficult to imagine because we're expecting the offensive line to be better, and he's exponentially better skill players. So then we have some regular just expiring contracts. Kirk Cousins being the headliner there. You've got Ryan Tannehill. Um, I know DeAndre Hopkins has aligned himself with the Tennessee Titans, but I don't know that Ryan Tannehill is going to be around beyond this season. And then this like group of backups, Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, Jameis Winston, Drew Locke, Gardner Minshew, Sam Darnold, Tyler Huntley. Those guys are secondary to, to Cousins and Tannehill. But I think that Cousins is going to get an opportunity somewhere to be a starter again. I don't, I don't, I don't think his clock is ticking right now. Maybe some people think it should be, but I don't, and I don't, and I predictably, I don't think he will either. I think he's going to be someone starter in 2024 and beyond. Yeah. I, I, I think both cousins and Tannehill get starting quarterback dollars. Um, I think Kirk with his production, historically what he's got, is probably going to get plus Daniel Jones money. 
where I think Ryan Tannehill is probably the one that falls into the middle class that we just talked about. Is he like, do you think of Tannehill and say, okay, maybe Desmond Ritter's not that great with Atlanta, but they want to continue with Arthur Smith. He goes to Atlanta. Please. Like like that's just what's going to happen. I, I like Ryan, right? Like I think Ryan got a raw deal with what Joe Philbin did to him in his formative years in Miami. And I think you got a chance to see the player he was capable of being as a skill specific and, and supporting cast dependent quarterback when he first got to Tennessee. And obviously that has whittled as that roster has aged and they haven't been able to retain. You put Tannehill back in an offense with Arthur Smith, with Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson. And let's so let's sign Ryan Tannehill and you know draft a top 75 wide receiver to add into that mix too again next year with one of the best offensive lines in football. That's a dream come true for Atlanta. Yeah. Let's earmark the money right now. <laughs> right. That just kind of hit me when I was going million. through this. Go like, ahead. Yeah. Just wish yeah. I would have, that, that should have been one of my predictions for uh, the next segment, but uh, I didn't predict that. So you'll have to stick with us here after a very quick break. Kyle and I have two bold predictions each for what's going to happen with quarterback contracts over the next 12 months. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So I think we've officially given like four predictions already. Right. (laughs) We did (laughs) Tannehill. uh, I did Cousins getting plus Daniel Jones money. Uh, We kind of alluded to the Trevor Lawrence fifth year option being a shoe in. We alluded to contract extensions for Burrow and Herbert. Maybe we've learned our own lesson here. We're going to do these for other positions. So don't give all your predictions. Why don't we do the prediction? Do the, do the predictions in segment two. <laughs> um, or maybe, yeah, well, maybe we rework this. So where do you, like, what do you actually have written down? Two predictions. Just, just one. Yeah, just give me one. All right. I'll start with this one. Is it the spicy one? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're spicy or not. Um, and I, I sort of alluded to this, so sorry. Uh, my first prediction is that Kirk Cousins signs another contract that pays him north of $38 million average annual value. You said Daniel Jones money. Um, I just wanted to go a half million more than Derek Carr. Okay. So what's interesting about Kirk, right, is Kirk is pretty consistently – like, is Kirk converting the highest percentage of his his contracts into fully guaranteed salary? Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Because his contract, let me pull up his specific deal here. Uh, he signed his most recent contract was the two year 60. Is that right? 66 would help if I had filters that included only quarterbacks. I'm like, man, Kirk's nowhere to be found. Uh, so two years, $35 million fully guaranteed. And he's done this like three times. Yep. 
the, if you were a team, if you're a team, whether it be, think of all the Shanahan disciples, right? San Francisco. Who else do we expect to potentially be in that market? I mean, because it's just been Shanahan has been tied to Kirk Cousins for seemingly five years now. Well, I mean, you have Bob, Bobby Slowick has CJ Stroud. Yeah. Uh, you, you have Miami and whatever's going to happen with Tua. I don't know that they're in on Kirk. If it's a disaster for Tua and like he retires or something crazy, then like I think that becomes a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean McVay with Matthew Stafford in, in Vegas, I, or excuse I, me, with the Rams. Excuse me. I've I've heard that potentially pivoting from Stafford. They worked together reported, in Washington. Yeah, it was reported that he was Stafford was on the block this summer. Didn't get a lot of traction. Lafleur in Green Bay. Jordan Love. Is it worth putting Atlanta in this conversation as well? Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, I would say so. Who knows who's going to be Washington's head coach next year? Right. Oh, you think he goes back? That'd be weird, Pro- right? Probably not. That wouldn't happen. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. he's going to have options, right? What happens if Rodgers retires? That's interesting. But here, like, can we just do this? Like, what about Minnesota? If you're watching the the Netflix quarterback series, like you get the impression that Kevin O'Connell loves him some Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and they have some significant void money. They're owing him twenty eight and a half million dollars in void money in twenty twenty four, ten point two in twenty twenty five. You might as well give that money to actual Kirk Cousins to play football for you because if you don't have Kirk, you got to get a different quarterback. So Kirk, yeah, it's it's twenty eight twenty eight and a half million dollar. Jeez. Right. I think that's the best best news possible for this is the first time Questy's gonna have to make the decision though, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really interesting with Questy is we saw what he did at all the other positions this year. They transitioned. They said, yes. look, the viability of this long term. So from that perspective, you almost feel like we can't do this forever. Let we might as well do it now while we're in the infancy stages of what we're doing. This season's going to matter a lot in this conversation. Yes. Right. But so there's some pressure for Minnesota on, from that perspective. But my prediction is that somebody's paying Kirk north of $38 million. And I, and I had Kirk down for 40 plus. So is that an actual prediction from you? Yes. Oh yeah. So we both had something Kirk cousins. We, both had, we both had a Kirk cousins take. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- Swap in there that Ryan Tannehill was the Atlanta Falcons starting quarterback in 2024. Okay, that's fine. Um, my other prediction was that both Burrow and Herbert get done before August 1st. Okay. Now, I think the I think the more complicating factor is I feel like both sides of this fence are probably waiting for the other side to go first. So they can get one million dollars more. I don't know. Right. Burrow's going to get more than Herbert, I think, unless Burrow signs first. But then, if you're, but then to me that sets the parameters, right? Don't you think then Herbert just? It's like the the that's the Hertz Lawrence thing. One got fifty one, one got fifty two, right? But you kind of understood why Lamar got more. Correct. I'm just saying if I'm. If I'm Justin Herbert, I would like Joe Burrow to go first so that I could try to leverage 
and say, okay, that's that's the new dollar amount. I put up better numbers, like raw numbers, than Joe Burrow. I should be paid more. Is it does the Lamar Jackson deal kind of just help us here? Five years, two sixty. Is it like okay, Joe Burrow, five years, two sixty five? Yeah, I do. Like, and then the other one's going to be like two sixty seven and a half. <laughs> Or something like that. Just stack me. I want to be the highest paid quarterback. Both of those quarterbacks signed deals in excess of $260 million. Yeah. Uh, how's that for the take? I like it. I like that. My take is, uh, my prediction is similar, but it takes it a step further because I gave myself the next 12 months. So over the next 12 months, I predict that we have three more $50 million plus average annual value contracts. Because I think I think Lawrence gets done as well. I think Lawrence is in that bucket as well. I think he's going to be tremendous this year. But they can't they literally can't do a deal until after the season. Correct. Yeah, they have to wait until January, February. Yeah. And I don't know when it'll happen, but I I think in the next 12 months you you see that that go down. And the nice thing the nice thing for Trevor is it feels like Trevor from a negotiation standpoint is going to be on his own so there they're like there's no like there's no biding your time waiting for the rest of the market, the top of the market to declare himself. He feels like the next emergence into the clear $50 million. So I think even if Tua Tagovailoa has a great year this year and plays 17 games, it still feels like, I would still feel like wanting to have a little bit of a buffer because the first two seasons were not good and we understand you weren't in a good situation, but then there's also a, a durability component that I think takes away from his negotiation to crack $50 million like some of the other quarterbacks. So in this world where we expect Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence to be north of $50 million, mm-hmm. that's going to put us in a place where Patrick Mahomes is the 10th highest paid quarterback in the NFL and Josh Allen's the 11th highest paid quarterback. Not for long, right? Well, so I just, there's there's got to be that piece of this too where it's like, okay, um, and, and the thing about Josh Allen, year one of his six-year contract extension is literally this, this year. year. Yeah. This year. That's why you get it done early, right? You got to get it done early. There's no – yes, exactly. If but, you have the opportunity to get it done early, coming out of year three, do it. What what that looks like uh, is interesting because, again, early in those deals, but also both teams may look at that as an opportunity yeah. to maintain more flexibility as well while paying and, those quarterbacks. Pat signed, Pat signed a 10-year deal. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't even done much with it, dude. They've missed on right. oper- like they could have been more deliberate about cap space. I stuff. appreciate I appreciate them not doing it though. If you yeah, don't have I, to I if you don't sure. have to do it, just ride it out for a year, feel yes. the competitive team still. And then that way, that that is really going to blow up their flexibility as the cap continues to grow right. over the next couple of years. And are you aware of how much cap space Kansas City has next year? It's a lot. Lots. It's a lot of money. Lots. So, Brett Veach has got – you want to talk about maintaining a great roster while paying a quarterback. Brett Veach is writing the book right now. Yep. Kudos to him. Yeah. So, that – is the quarterback market here on Locked On NFL Scouting with Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. We appreciate you guys for checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day.
We'll be back again tomorrow to talk AFC and NFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Factor players. We've put players into incomplete evaluation buckets, and now we need to uh, determine who the most critical X-Factor is for each of the teams in the South divisions, which we will do tomorrow. So we hope you come back and see us then. Make it a great rest of your day. We are out of here. Peace. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.